Welcome to PHT in the Morning with your host, Pastor David Miller from the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning. Welcome to another episode of PHT in the Morning. And I'm Pastor David Miller, so I'll be your host today. And we've been having some really good episodes, I think, as we journey through the book of Hebrews, especially that 11th chapter, the faith chapter. And we've been trying to uh, talk about faith until we get to the end of this chapter. Such a great chapter. We left off on our last episode in verse 32 of Hebrews 11. Well, the verse there says, And what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Jephthah, of David also and Samuel and of the prophets. Well, we've covered already or talked to you already about Gideon and last episode, the battles of Barak. So now we're talking to you today, going to talk to you today on the story of Samson. And going back over here into Judges, uh, we'll start at the 13th chapter, the book of Judges, and talk to you about Samson here. Uh, The Bible starts out in verse 1, and this is the story of his birth, or the announcement first of his birth. Uh, The Bible said in verse 1, the children of the Lord the children of Israel, excuse me, rather had done evil in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord had delivered them into the hand of the Philistines for 40 years. So because of their sin, they had been in the bondage of the Philistines for 40 years. But the Bible said there was a man there uh, by the name of Manoah and his wife was barren and she bare not and couldn't have a child. But in verse number 3 of that 13th chapter, the angel of the Lord appeared unto the woman and said unto her, Behold now, thou art barren and bearest not, but thou shalt conceive and bear a son. But with that promise of a son, God gave her a a word here in verse number 4. Let's look at this word. Now, therefore, beware. So with every time God promises a blessing, there's always that he's giving us warnings with that blessing to be careful or to, as this case, to beware. And the beware, uh, what it meant here, he said, there, you shall not drink any wine or strong drink or eat any unclean thing. For you will conceive and bear a son and no razor shall come upon his head. The child shall be a Nazarite unto God from the womb, and he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. Uh, this is a great promise. God had promised them. Now, they've been 40 years in bondage to the Philistines, and God promised them that he was going to begin to deliver them through the hand of this unborn child. But there was restrictions and there was things that was he had to do, she had to do, and later he would have to do. 
And that was to keep the Nazarite vow. They couldn't touch anything dead. Uh, No razor could come on his head. And they couldn't drink or eat any kind of fruit of the vine. No wine, no strong drink, nothing like that. So the Bible said the angel of the Lord spoke to her. Then later on, she goes and tells her husband, Manoah, about this. And he begins to pray in verse number eight and ask the Lord, Lord, the man that came and talked to my wife, or he said unto the woman about the child that shall be born. He asked him, hearken to me, Lord, let the angel of God come again and speak. He wanted him to speak to him. And of course, God granted that wish. And the Lord sent the angel again. And when he came, it was just Manoah's wife. But of course, she went and got her husband. And uh, her husband came and began to inquire, what shall we do? What must we do? And they, they received clear instructions of what to do and how that God was going to bless them in a great way. But he had to keep those vows of a Nazarite. There's a lot more I could talk to you about in that 13th chapter, but I want to I skip here to chapter 14 and tell you some of those great exploits and things that happened in Samson because our title is Samson's Story. So that's what I want to talk to you about. Now, after he had grown, chapter 14, verse 1 said, Samson had went down to Timnath and saw a woman in Timnath of the daughters of the Philistines. Now those were their enemies. But yet he saw this woman and he came and told his father and his mother, I've seen a woman in Timnath of the daughters of the Philistines. Now therefore go get her for me to wife. Now notice what verse 3 said and I can hear myself and other uh, other men and women saying this if they thought their son was going to uh, get into a possibly failed marriage. The father and his mother said, is there never or is there not a woman among the daughters of thy brethren among your own people? Why would you go get a wife out of the uncircumcised Philistines? And then once again, Samson said, get her for me. So, uh, the father and mother, the Bible said in verse 4, knew not as yet that uh, it was of the Lord. So God had a purpose in this. And it, it doesn't really look like there would be one, but there was. And then going down here into uh, verse number five, the Bible said that Samson and his mother and father went down and they came to the vineyards of Timnath. And there was a young lion that roared against him. This is the first of Samson's great uh, acts, mighty acts that took place. And verse six said, and the spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him and he rent as he would have rent a kid. And he had nothing in his hand, 
And he told not his father and mother what he had done. So this lion came up against Samson. Now I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to tackle a lion, would you? So a lion came up against him, and the Bible said he rent it like a kid. He easily killed the lion with nothing in his hands, but just his bare hands, he killed the lion. How could you do that? How could that happen? Well, because the Bible said in verse 6, the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. And that's what it was. It was God's Spirit that came upon him. Verse number 7, so the Bible said after all this had taken place and he had killed this lion, I mean, just like nothing had ever happened, verse number 7 said he went down and talked with the woman and she pleased Samson well. And in verse 8, the Bible said that after a time, he returned to take her and he turned aside and he saw the carcass of that lion. And there was a swarm of bees in that carcass, the dead carcass. And there was honey there. Now, I told you at the onset of this episode, one of the, one of the Nazarite vows that he was not permitted to do was touch anything dead. And that was a dead lion, even though he had killed it. He took of the honey, so he broke that rule first. And uh, verse number nine, the Bible said he took that honey in his hands. He went on eating, came to his father and mother and let them eat of the honey. And then he told them not that the honey had came from the carcass of the lion. And him and his, the Bible said, so his father went down unto the woman and Samson made there a feast. And verse number 10 said that was, what the young men done of those days. And when they saw him coming, there was 30 companions uh, with him. So Samson, in verse 12 and 13, he, he puts a riddle forth. He begins to tell them this. I'll put a riddle forth unto you, and you can certainly, if you can certainly declare it, or in other words, give me the answer what the riddle means. He said, within seven days of the feast, I'll give you 30 uh, sheets and a chain and chains of garment. But if you can't declare it, you'll give me those 30 sheets and 30 changes of garments. And they said, all right, put forth the riddle. So he did. The riddle was this. I've always liked this. He said, out of the eater came forth meat. And out of the strong came forth sweetness. And they could not in three days expound or tell the answer to the riddle. So then the Bible said it came to pass on that fourth day, they went to his, his wife and they began to talk to her. And they, they said to his wife, entice thy husband that he may declare what this riddle is. We need to know in the first seven days, what does this mean? Now, Samson's wife wept before him and said, Dost thou but hate me? And don't you love me? You put forth a riddle. 
You won't tell me what the riddle is? You see, Samson had problems. And I hate to say it like this, but just for no better way to say it, he had trouble with women. And uh, they were easy to uh, get him to uh, tell things that he shouldn't have told, he should not have told. But she began to constantly ask him, what does the riddle mean? Now you remember he had seven, they had seven days to tell it in. So the Bible said in verse 17 of that 14th chapter, she wept sore, she cried heavily for seven days. And after the seventh day, he finally told her because she lay sore upon him. And then she told the riddle to the children of her people. She couldn't keep the secret at all. So Samson had made another mistake. But you know, I've, I've been telling you through this whole thing, God is good to us. And some of you might say, why did God allow Samson to be put in that book of the heroes of faith, that chapter rather, of the heroes of faith in Hebrews 11. Well, you ought to stay with us a couple episodes and we, we can explain it to you really well. Now the Bible said they, uh, when he found out about this, the Bible said verse 19, the spirit of the Lord came upon him again and he went down to Ascalon and he found those 30 men and he slew them, he killed them because his anger was so kindled against them. So then they took Samson's wife. I'm giving you Samson's story here. And gave her to one of his companions. Her father did. And I know this is pretty, pretty sad. Then in chapter 15, continuing on with Samson's story here, Samson, a while after that, the time of the wheat harvest, he was going to visit his wife with a kid or a, or a goat, going to take food to her and then go into her chamber. But when he got there, her father would not let him. Her father said, I thought that you hated her, so I gave her to your companion. He offered her younger sister to him. He didn't want her. That He loved this other woman in Timnah. That was going to be his wife. So then Samson's anger was kindled again. So Samson went out in verse number 4 of chapter 15. And uh, now I'll tell you what. When you think about this, I don't know if there's any hunters or trappers out there that listens, but Foxes are pretty wily. They're pretty hard to catch. And the Bible said Samson caught 300 foxes. That's no small feat in itself. But he caught 300 foxes. And the Bible said in verse number uh, four, I believe it is, the Bible said he took those 300 foxes. He turned them tail to tail. And uh, I guess tied them together like that. And he took a firebrand and he put it between those two foxes' tails. And when he did, the Bible said he lit the firebrand. 
And when he did, he sent them out into the Philistines' corn. There was, the Bible actually said they were standing shocks, if you look at verse number five of chapter 15 of corn. Also, throughout their vineyards of olives. So Samson, in his anger, took 300 foxes and tied them together, put a fire in between them. So that's 150 pairs of foxes. And he sent them throughout their standing corn and their olive vineyards and burnt them down because that they had taken his wife and given her to another man. Verse number six, the Philistines, of course, was angered. And in their anger, they asked, who has done this? Who done the, who burnt our fields? Who done such a thing? And they told him it was Samson. So they were so angry when they heard this. In verse number six, I think it is. Let me look here to be sure. In verse number six, the Bible said the Philistines came up and they burnt her, meaning his wife. They burnt her and they burnt her father with fire. And so they killed them. Once again, Samson's anger was so kindled against them that the Bible said in verses seven and eight, he went out against those men and the Bible said he uh, killed all of those all of those men that had done that. He said, though you've done this, yet I will be avenged of you and after that I will cease. Do you know that's what happens with anger? Here Samson said, I'm going to get even. After that, I'm, I'm not going to do anything else when that's over. He said, I will, I will be avenged of you, and after that I will cease. And he smote them hip to hip, and there was a great slaughter. And he went and dwelt in the top of the rock of Edom. Now, I've tried to tell you here this story here, the, the first part of it. And, and I, I guess I went quickly. I hope not too quickly. But I wanted to show you here this young a child, Samson, in his birth, a man whose very name means like the sun, like the light or sunlight. He was, uh, 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 his birth was announced by an angel of God. He was told that he'd be a great deliverer. He was going to be mighty. He was going to be strong. And he was. We saw the early parts of Samson's life this morning and all the great things he'd done in the early parts of his life. But yet there was suffering. Samson lost his wife and his father-in-law being burned with fire. Samson faced many things, but he made mistakes himself. He touched the dead, and he didn't tell the uh, he didn't keep his vow about not telling. He gave in to his wife. So these are some great stories, and I left you off uh, purposely here with after these battles being won. Samson goes to the rock of Edom, and there he dwells. I want you to be with us the next episode, or maybe even two, because uh, you need to hear the outcome of this. Samson's story is a great story, and we've only got the very beginning of his life. 
Samson was a mighty man, a powerful man. He wasn't, I don't believe he was a man that had great muscles. If he did, why would the Philistines seek to find out where his strength was? We know today, looking back where his strength was, it was in his God. Amen. Because the Bible said that it was the Spirit of the Lord that came mightily upon him. Well, I'm going to go over my time here if I'm not careful. I've enjoyed this. I hope you have. And I hope you'll be back with us in the next episode of PHT in the morning. So God bless you, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Music.